Welcome to Avid Watchers. My name is Mary-Kate. I'm Adam Nix. Today we are going to be talking about the CW show The Vampire Diaries. Um, And we're going to just be talking about season one um, because there are eight seasons and (laughs) it's a lot to cover in one episode. Also, Adam just watched the first season like recently, so it's like fresh in his mind. Um, and then and... powered through season two, but that'll be for another episode. <laughs> yeah, when you when you told me you also finished season two, I was like blown away. <laughs> um, today, you might have heard another laugh in the background. There, <laughs> we have um, a guest with us. Um, she's our first avid watchers guest. Um, she's a writer for Avidity, and she is the number two Vampire Diaries fan. She's right behind me. Uh, I may be in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable, but um, Cassie Myers here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Cassie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with the Vampire Diaries and like how you inter- how you were introduced to the show? Yeah, I don't remember. We started watching it around the same time. In was that eight? I think that was eighth grade in two thousand nine, right when it, um, right when it started. But I think we started like halfway through the first season. Season is when we started watching it, so it was fun to. It was probably one of the only shows that I watched, like every Thursday night when the episode premiered. I was in right. front of the TV watching Vampire Diaries and tweeting along with it. Of the CW hashtags. Wait, can I like go to your earliest tweets yeah, and find CW hashtags? Yeah, they're a lot. <laughs> I remember um, even when like people weren't really watching stuff on TV anymore, like it was like we had gotten to a point in culture where just like people weren't really even doing that anymore. I would still always watch Vampire Diaries every Thursday with yeah. the commercials and everything because I was like, this is like this is basically my church, you know? Well, and, like, it had to have been around, you know, long... Like, when, when did the Vampire Diaries even end? Was it, like, twenty? It ended in 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah. So, wow, it really... Like, eight <laughs> Kept years. going, like, long after that, pro- their, like, existence was meant to be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm excited to watch all of it, but, like... Uh... I mean, in terms of Netflix compared to primetime, you know, like 2017, like it just, I don't know. It definitely went on for too long, but I feel like um, so many shows do. It's not. Special, I can't. Not I think like. I stopped watching it when Elena left. I stopped watching it live. Okay. Someone, a little birdie who I live with, told me that you hadn't seen like the last season of the vampire yeah. until like recently like two years ago i watched the last season i was blown away i was like wow like i thought you were a real fan <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what happened <laughs> i don't know why i didn't I, I literally remember i think maybe like seven season seven and eight like i would watch it be- out of like loyalty but i like didn't even enjoy it like i was like <laughs> i was like i am not loving this right now like whatever plot line it was because like I don't, I'm going to stop talking because I don't want to spoil anything. This is season this one? Is, okay, so I guess we can, that's, that leads me into my, what I wanted to say, which is that we are going to spoil season one, but we're going to do our best, our very, very best, not spoil any of the other seasons. Okay, I have to say the funny thing. So I watched it with two of my roommates who had never seen it pretty recently. And we're like on season four right now. And um, I kept 
spoiling things literally three seconds before they would find them out. But I wouldn't even realize that they didn't know it. Because I'm like, like the weirdest example was that like I didn't realize that they didn't know that Klaus and Elijah were brothers. Because like obviously they didn't know that. But in my mind, it's like, how do you not know that? Like that's the originals. Like that's like, (laughs) like I didn't even consider that they wouldn't know that. So I like spoiled it like three seconds before it happened. Dad. <laughs> but it was I like, like I've been pretty good at not spoiling. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I've sat down with you before and watched random episodes. So I like know the end game of most of the characters. He in this does. Show. <laughs> it's really actually annoying watching it with him because something big will happen, like a big reveal. And I'll be like, <gasps> and like look at him and he'll be like, I already knew that part. I'm like, no, this isn't any fun. <laughs> yeah. The funny part, too, is that I just realized if he didn't know anything, I would have just spoiled that for him. <laughs> well, we finished season two, so that's the season two spoiler. <laughs> I don't know. It's like so much happens in this show, like every episode, that it doesn't really matter that much. Like, there's literally so much that happens every single episode. <laughs> that's just... true. I like that that outlook. <laughs> so... I will just give like a quick description of the show. The Vampire Diaries is an American supernatural teen drama television series on the CW developed by Kevin Williamson and Julie Pluck based on the popular book series of the same name written by L.J. Smith. Um, Adam, did you know it was based on a book series? Yep. Did you read that book, Mary-Kate? I never did um, because I feel like I was just like so into the show that and I knew that the book was or the books were pretty different. So I think I was just uninterested. I read some of them, at least the first one. I don't know how far I continued. And I don't remember. I assume it was after I started watching the show, but I don't remember. Did you like it? I don't remember. It was so long ago. So it was forgettable, I guess. <laughs> well, I just don't know what is a part of the show and what was from the book. Sure. I'm just I'm willing to bet that they uh, I have no idea, but. I feel like I'm assuming it's one of those things where the show ended up being just a completely different thing. I don't know. Right. Like, I think a lot of, obviously, like, the characters were similar and, like, the basis of it was similar. But I think, like, going forward later into the seasons and stuff, it was really different. Um, But the main, I would say the main three, obviously, are Nina Dobrev, who plays Elena Gilbert, Paul Wesley, who plays Stefan Salvatore, and Ian Summerholder, who plays Damon Salvatore. Smolder holder. Smolder holder. So, should we get started with our questions? Yeah. So, I (laughs) compiled a list of questions. The first one is, (laughs) what are your top three favorite characters? And this is all season one based. Adam, you go first, because we don't know yours. Okay. Um, so, and I have to kind of block out like what's changed for me in my mind since watching season two. But if I think about like when I was watching season one, like a week ago, (laughs) um, Damon, Damon Salvatore, I think he's probably my favorite from the first episode to the very last. Um, Wow. I love that, that vampire man. Um, and, uh. Yeah, it's just really fun doing like constant somersaults to try and just like justify his actions. But like every time it's like, oh, he just murdered an old lady. And I'm like, well, I mean, there wasn't really anything else he could do. He really had to murder that old. Innocent he was lady. really upset that really day. really think about it. Um, so Damon's number one. Uh, then I would probably put in season one, uh, Anna, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think if we did like a top five, maybe she'd be on mine for season one. But yeah, so I don't I judge just, you. Too I really liked her. And I just, uh, I mean, yeah. And I just didn't see it coming. I just, I thought she was a main character. <laughs> oh. I thought she said it was going to be around forever. Was. So that was, uh, that was really rough. I do feel like. I've I've always liked Anna, but because you loved her so much, I was like, yeah, she's I like Anna. I liked her yeah. a lot more watching it just because like you were like <laughs> Anna, yeah, she's so cool. I love her. I was like, yeah, she is. <laughs> I love watching it and seeing something from a different perspective. Like when you're watching it with different people and being like, oh, they see this differently, and that like makes me see it differently a little bit. I feel like honestly, I feel like watching rewatching. We can talk about this more later, but watching it again with kind of more of like a neutral view on it instead of like <laughs> like the very I, first time you're watching it yeah like because I feel like what I want to say is something that would start a whole other conversation but I <laughs> I'm very into one of the brothers <laughs> and Cassie's very the into the other one brother. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later but anyways like I feel like I liked the other brother more watching it's gonna come out I'm team Stefan <laughs> um, and Cassie's team Damon and but it was really interesting rewatching with other people and being more neutral and being like oh I could see why someone would like him I personally don't as much but like I can see it you know um, but anyways go ahead oh my third um, was Caroline Caroline Rocks um, I think her in the first season and the second season is almost like two different characters because her like yeah. character development is so like intense, you know, once it gets yeah. to that second season. But uh, even in the first, like I liked her and kind of like um, her like peppiness and fun and excitement and her kind of getting to understand herself. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it was good. And it was really, it, I feel like she was the most tragic character of the season because she just had like constantly like was at the, like the, the whim of everybody around her, um, which yeah. makes it her like her kind of comeback in season two, like all the more better. But uh, yeah. within even season one itself, I still really liked Caroline. Yeah, I love her. Cass, do you want to go next? Yeah, so it's kind of hard for me to think about them having seen all of it and knowing yeah. who my favorite characters are. But Damon and Caroline are also two of my favorite from the season. Mm-hmm. and the series as a whole yeah um just because like adam was talking about the character development and i completely agree yes um and then i think my other third favorite of the season would be alaric oh my god i i knew you were gonna say that i just um love no him. i'm on the same page <laughs> so so my top three are it's kind of funny because it's like the same as Cassie, but just switch the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one is Stefan Salvatore, number two, Caroline Forbes, and number three, Alaric Saltzman. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I feel like the list m- might be different if it if it was, if we were including all the seasons. Like, I don't think Alaric would be in my top three and going, just because I feel like there, you know, there's other characters that come up that I love, but. Right. Um, He's just kind of like a classic. Like he's just like he came in like I don't know if season it was season one, but it was it was a few episodes into season one. But you're like, as soon as he gets there, you're like, you're meant to be here forever. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're just you're so part of the world. Um, 
And I will say, like, um, Damon is a lot higher up on my list now than he ever ever would have been, like, in high school. Love to like that. hear it. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely is has grown on me and my, during my rewatch. I think, like... <laughs> It's also weird too because I'm I'm weirdly like into him and Elena in the rewatch too. Right. Yeah. But I think that part of it is that I don't really love either of them. So I'm like, you guys can go be happy together. Elena. <laughs> and like, David? Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. In our, can we just delve into the Stefan Damon thing quick? <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean let's it's like, the elephant like we in have the room. To, right? I just don't get it. Room. Like and I and I, this is me going into the show and maybe not understanding the culture around it, but like who likes Stefan? Is it just you? No, is it anybody else? Is there is there a big like Stefan base? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think there is. I think I when I was watching the show, I thought that I was like in the minority. But I feel like as the years have gone on and I've talked to more people about it, I've found a lot of people that were, like, on my side, so to say. Yeah, uh, I was reading a few, like, online people who are, like, Team Stefan or Team Damon. Um, and it does seem like a lot of people are Team Damon. Or, sorry, Team Stefan. Okay, so I have, like, a list of three things about, like, why I like Stefan more. I made my list too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to go because I feel like I'm going to go and then I'm just going to be ganged up on for an hour. So I'm just going to get this out of the way. But um, basically, um, I think Stefan is way more empathetic and cares about people. Um, he's an addict who's trying his best to not hurt people, but sometimes he falls off the wagon and so he doesn't it's not like he just does it because he doesn't care about people. It's like an addiction for him. It's like unhealthy. Um, and then he doesn't try to control Elena. He lets her make her own decisions. And I I really, really noticed that. I know, Adam, sorry, in season three, that was like a huge theme was like the difference between the two of them. But that was a theme throughout the whole show is like Damon's very much like you're going to do what I say regardless of what you want because I'm doing what's best for you. And then Stefan's always like. I'm going to listen to what you're saying and let you do and make your own choices. But he's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> nope, that, that was actually all I have right now. I'm sure I'll come up with more as we talk, but that was my initial list. You're right. He's empathetic. Like, he cares like, what Elena wants, but he's just so boring. Oh, my gosh. I will say, <laughs> I also made a list, and a lot of them – I literally have a lot of reasons I can't say because of spoilers. Cause like you just learn so much more about Damon throughout the seasons. And sure. like, as those come out, the more I love him and am rooting for them. But the ones that I have um, for team Damon, um, he has the best character evolution besides Caroline and the, sorry, Willow just fell on me. Um, <laughs> the best character evolution besides Caroline in the whole yeah. series um wait we learned their origin story in the first season right yes him, okay Damon and Stefan turned Damon and that was really <laughs> rude and Damon needs to get the fuck over it um should we also get over the villages Stefan murdered okay <laughs> as Ripper Stefan um, <laughs> okay with, with what you were saying about like choices um I think that 
Damon is he's like okay with being the bad guy and doing the bad quote bad things just to like keep Elena safe and like everybody he cares about safe so like where Stefan is like oh we'll figure it out another way Damon's like it's not gonna work out like this is what we have to do Elena, Bonnie, whoever, like they're gonna die if we he don't do give this. Doesn't give a shit about yeah. Bonnie and Caroline. No, yeah, Sorry. but okay, Damon actually like <laughs> will do stuff, right? Like Stefan's like, I'm just gonna like not hurt anybody and just let and, it like, play Elena's out. Like Elena's gonna die because yeah. of it. Literally, everybody would be dead if we had Stefan's way. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Damon makes the hard choices. <laughs> um, and then I also have Elena makes D- Damon a better person, so that's really cute. She can and fix him. And then um, Damon is fun and funny and a hoot and everybody likes him. If you think about it, Stefan has like two friends, Caroline and Elena, and Damon is friends with everybody. Are you Damon. kidding me? Yeah. Who would Damon, want friends Damon doesn't have any friends. What? He's got Damon? Alaric and Literally. Liz okay. and other people that I can't I'm sorry. I can't get on board with that argument. Okay. If you <laughs> – one Friday night, okay? COVID isn't happening. You're going out. You're about to have some fun. Who are you going to hang out with, Stefan or Damon? Okay, what is Stefan going to do? He's going to sit in the corner and mope. Okay, sorry. Stefan has one other friend, Lexi, but... She's dead. Yeah. Damon has a... Everybody's friends with Damon in the town. They might not like him, but they're all friends with him, and sure. it grows. I would say his only genuine friend is Alaric, because anyone else who likes him, it's all based on lies. But sure. Debate. <laughs> they don't know he's a vampire. But anyways. <laughs> In season one. So those are my Team Damon reasons. And I also have so many more that I want to say, but I can't. <laughs> it's crazy because I like totally respect and can see your point, just like you can see mine. Like I totally agree that Damon is more fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I just can't see your point. I, just, I think <laughs> Stefan should go die. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. I'm kidding. With that. No, I like Stefan. I do. I just like. Okay. What are you, did you say your reasons? I uh, I mean, you cover. I just like, I, I think Damon's just a more interesting character. Um, and I think maybe <clears throat> I, I'm interested to see what the next season, th- season three brings with like kind of giving Stefan a little more like uh, nuance with the whole Ripper Stefan stuff, because right. Yeah. It's like, you can't Stefan's like a nice guy it's like okay all he cares about is like one thing it feels unrealistic for a lot and like yes there's the whole part with like addiction and like like his issues with blood but I still feel like it's kind of tacked on compared to like Damon dealing with this like idea of turning his emotions off even though he really doesn't want to but can't function with those emotions on like I just think it's a lot more interesting to watch I also have another point that I forgot to say I feel like, um, so we learned about Ripa Stefan towards the end of season one, and you learn more, but um, I think a big part of why people are like, oh, team Stefan, I love Stefan and Elena, Stefan is the good guy, we love him, is because like when we- I don't appreciate that um, tone. Go on. (laughs) Um, When we meet the two of them, Stefan is like- at his best self and he's like not ripper Stefan at that point and Damon is at like his worst self yeah and like if it started like in the at the end of season one like if we met Damon first when he was like the good guy and when Stefan was the bad guy I feel like 
it would be like people would think differently. Well, and Stefan yeah, even thinks yeah. that too, right? Like I think that season two, but he does. He says he's like, no, like when I was at my worst, like I was so much worse than Damon's ever been. Right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and I feel like yeah. it's just because like the seat, the show started with those characters in those plate spots in life. Yeah. That it's like a big indicator of what team you're on, maybe, sure. or how you perceive both of them. I could see that. I think like Damon is so unlikable at first and straight up creepy. Yeah. And like, I feel like there's like a laundry list of like terrible things he did, especially in the beginning. Um, that basically just like turned me off of him for the rest of the show. Um, like he basically raped Caroline. He killed Jeremy. Didn't know the ring was on. He admits that. I'll never forget that. Hashtag never forget. Yeah. Um, and you know, like he just he does so many bad things just because he's like, like I feel like the entire time I rewatched it with them, I was just like doing David <laughs> like impressions. Where I'd be like. You hurt my feelings. I'm gonna murder people today. Like, oh, okay. that's how I feel about it. Like, he just like hurts everyone else when he's upset. But that's and... like that—that's Stefan before before. Yeah, like season. what if like, we met... Stefan was worse? Even, what if we what met he, you know? Stefan so... when he was Ripper? Like it started as that, and yeah. Damon was like helping. He, Elena he murdered villages. Everything. He murdered entire villages. <laughs> so I feel like that's like he like. The, the fact that he murdered people just because he wanted to murder, like, it, it's not a good comparison because Stefan was worse. We just haven't seen it on screen. Yeah, I think it goes back to how I view them differently. Of like, usually when Stefan's the Ripper, like, his humanity is off and he's basically out of control. And he, Damon just kind of does it even when his humanity's on, just like for shits and gigs. Yeah. I, I, I think I that's like a, isn't, isn't that that balance between it though, where he's like, he keeps fighting between the two or at least that's how I, I kind of interpret it. It's like, so Stefan, you know, will turn it off completely or whatever in the next season or whatever happens. But it's like Damon is constantly struggling between the two instead of actually taking the easy route and turning it all the way off. And I actually have a question about that. I caught it. I don't remember if it was season one or season two, but at one point somebody, maybe it was Lexi said that, it's a myth about turning it off. Is that? It was Rose. Rose said, is that no, a thing? Rose, Rose didn't say it was a myth. She said when you, when you get to a certain age, you can't do it anymore. So you could do it. Yeah, or is it just was, you thinking like, oh, I'm like, you're not actually. I think literally. she was just saying like, once you get to a certain age, it doesn't work anymore. Like psychologically, mm -hmm. like you just can't do it anymore. And she's like, oh, that's for young vampires. I don't know, though. That that was weird. Should we, uh, um, yeah, we should definitely check out some favorite on. moments and stuff like that? Yes, we should. Okay, so the next question is favorite quote or quote. I'm just glad that we could finish that conversation by Me too. saying that Damon is the best. Like, I'm <laughs> oh, glad that we all okay. agreed. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that. This but can't believe sure. we came to that conclusion so quickly. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do the same order every time. So Adam goes first. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. <laughs> yeah. I really want Adam to make the TikTok of there's like TikTok boyfriends who do like all of who are watching Vampire Diaries and they'll do all of the quotes like Ripa and 
like Klaus quotes and Damon quotes. That is content I would watch. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I I was trying to think of other quotes that stood out to me, and I just like couldn't. But um, I think the stuff Jeremy says is really funny. <laughs> he's just like he's just like this awkward, dorky, like uncomfortable was guy it? who I don't really think is the best actor either. So it's oh. just kind of fun. Well, was it in the first season or in the second season when he throws like, up on the ground? <laughs> Okay, this is jumping to the second season, but there's a scene where Elena's like, Jeremy, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. And he throws his cup on the ground and walks away. It's so good. It's like, I was like laughing for like five minutes. Part of me feels like he he is doing a characterization. Like he knows exactly what he's doing, but what he's doing is playing like a dumb brother. It is super like, awkward. Like yeah. So maybe he's just brother. cute at it, right? I don't know. I don't know. So when I, on the rewatch, I was like, I feel like he's doing this on purpose, but I don't know. It could just okay. be who he is. But anyway. Okay. I have four quotes. They're all short, so it's okay. That's fine. I have two. The first one is Caroline season, or I think this was the first episode um, about Stefan. Yeah. Oh, please. I got all that between third and fourth period. We're planning a June wedding. <laughs> his name is Stefan Salvatore. He lives with his uncle up at the old Salvatore boarding house. He hasn't lived here since he was a kid. Military family, so they moved around a lot. He's a Gemini, and his favorite color is blue. You got all of that in one day. Oh, please. I got all that between third and fourth period. We're planning a June wedding. Love it. <laughs> um, my last three quotes are all Damon quotes. <laughs> um, you're back on Bambi blood, and I'm the big, the big badass brother again. All is right in the world. Love it. Um, this one is Damon to Elena. Somewhere along the way, you decided I was worth saving. Which means that somewhere along the way, you decided that I was worth saving. And I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, Beautiful. Brings a tear to the eye. <laughs> and then the final one. It's Founder's Day. I'm here to eat cotton candy and steal your girl. <laughs> it's Founder's Day. I'm here to eat cotton candy and steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love your quotes. Um, it was funny because um, since I'm like in season four right now, I had like immediately a visceral reaction. I was like, I know what my favorite quote is. And I don't have it written down because it's not from season one, but I'm definitely going to just tell it to you afterwards. Um, so this is season one quotes. We met and we talked and it was epic, but then reality set in. Elena. We met and we talked and it was epic, but when the sun came up and reality set in. That's I a good one. I love it because, like, when they said epic, we all just, like, burst out laughing because we're like... Oh, was it said no, unironically like, in 2008? Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely said unironically. Yeah. And we were like, who says that? Like, no but one in talks like that. I think that was just a thing people yeah, said. Yeah, maybe. We just, like, couldn't handle how cheesy it was. We loved it. Um, and then this is the other one. If you walk away, it's for you because I know what I want. Elena to Stefan. No. You don't get to make that decision for me. If you walk away, it's for you because I know what I want. Stefan, I love you. <laughs> That's like the scene where he like 
he's walking into the Salvatore house and she's like chasing after him. And she's like, he's like, I can't be with you because it's too dangerous for you. Blah, blah, and blah. then and they she, bang for the first time. Right? And then they bang. Yeah. yeah. But it's like this really dramatic scene where she's like, basically like, if you walk away, like it's for you because I know what yeah. I want. That's the exact quote, but it's like really dramatic. And, but like in the best way, I love it. <laughs> I love and that scene. You get another glimpse of why Stefan is inferior because he lied to Elena. about <laughs> Catherine. Wait. Oh yeah. Stefan <laughs> lied to her. How can you justify that? That's kind of messed up. How long Stefan lied. Yeah. About that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how that ever would have gone well. Yeah, like in any way you slice it yeah. I, could, I could just see being him and being like god i have to tell her but like i just oh god i just don't yeah it's an hour tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow let's, let's hit snooze on this one um so there's another quote that i couldn't include but it was damon to Stefan, and it was like it was like dear diary i met a chipmunk today he asked me my name. I told him it was Joe. That's a lie that will haunt me forever. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. He also has one about like squirrels or bunnies or something. That's I just love when he makes fun of Stefan for like eating an- or like drinking animal blood. Yeah. It's the, the quips are pretty good, like demons especially, but it's and I can't even think of any off the bat, but it's like I'd say like eighty percent of them are like really solid, and then every once in a while there's be this like random quip that just totally falls really? flat. And I wish I had some examples, but I'm just like that was so out of place right there. Like it's just like so. <laughs> but most of them are really funny. Okay, so the next one is favorite episodes of season one, or episode singular, if you'd like. I can't really think of what the exact episodes were, but uh, I really liked the ending. I, I liked the. Uh, the the one where they get the vampire you know device to work and my my main girl Anna dies um <laughs> the uh oh yeah and then the um the the bloodlines episode which is Damon and Elena driving around Georgia um Cassie's like pointing to the well yeah. I just well, you I, told I me I, I really liked that episode so thank you for the help <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, that was a really good episode. Cassie's I think it's the first the time you... <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But go ahead. I, I think that is the first time that you get like the the non bad guy side of Damon, and but it's not like the show completely like forgets about it. Like it ends on the note of him, him ripping a heart out for no yes, reason. Exactly. So it's like, well, and I like that. I like that they weren't just like, oh, just forget about this the entire time. It's like, no, they're like, okay, you feel good about like what he's doing here, like. Maybe think again for a moment as he like yeah, rips the heart out of this woman's chest. So, um, and then it was also cute that. because Elena was like, why didn't you compel me? It's like, we were having fun. Like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, okay. Cassie, okay. Go ahead. Um, I have a few, but I'll just do two. Um, Unpleasantville, which is the first decade dance one. I love the decade dance in all of the seasons. Is like, that the 50s one? Um... 50s maybe yeah because season two was 60s yeah that Um, was are always so fun and action-packed and Mm -hmm. cute clothes um and then probably my very favorite episode of season one is miss mystic falls um because damon goes ripper and damon and elena have their first dance and goes ripper stefan oh my gosh yeah Stefan goes Ripper. Do are we like contractually obligated to say Ripper? 
Ripa. Ripa. Stefan goes, Ripa. <laughs> and Damon and Elena do their first dance. Um, and I love the song that they dance to, and it's just so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I knew that was going to be your favorite. <laughs> oh, another funny thing about watching with my roommates, every single time I'd pull up my phone to take a video, they would know that a Damon and Elena scene was coming because they would they knew that every time a Damon and Elena scene came up, I would videotape it. Or I would, like, I would like Snapchat it, it to me. I would Snapchat <laughs> it to you because I knew you'd enjoy it. Yes, thank you. Um, I feel like that was a seeing all of those. I was like, oh, I need to rewatch it. Yeah, I like got. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm taking credit for that. So my favorite episodes, I did two. One of them was season one, episode 14, Fool Me Once. Um, that's the episode where the tomb opens and Damon finds out that Catherine is not there. Ooh, and I just feel like good. Yeah. that's like a really fun episode because like the whole season up until that point is really just building up to them getting the tomb open. And then when they finally do get it open, like this, like Catherine that you thought you were going to finally meet, you don't meet her and mm-hmm. Damon like freaks, freaks out about it understandably is that also <laughs> when bonnie's grandma dies yep i i think that was probably one of my favorites too now that you're talking about it like mm-hmm. those are two really big plot points yeah, yeah i just remember like it like even when i know it's coming there's a few scenes and episodes where i just like no i won't be able to hold in my tears <laughs> and oh yeah for them. sure for sure we'll get to that with saddest deaths um, so my other episode is Blood Brothers, episode 20. Um, and that's the one where you find out how Stefan and Damon mm-hmm. died and how Stefan pressured Damon to turn and, um, tells him that he doesn't want to be alone. So I just, I really liked any of the kind of flashback episodes, but I thought that that one was super interesting because basically that whole episode is about Stefan wanting to kind of just give up because he's been the ripper ripper for a while (laughs) and he feels like i should just die because of like you know all the bad things i've done and stuff like that and so you have all these flashbacks when they first became vampires and basically stefan goes to see his dad after he's a vampire and he accidentally kills his dad and then accidentally it is accidentally (laughs) and then he goes to damon and he's like you have to become a vampire with me because i don't want to be alone and Damon really doesn't want to do it. And he, like, really pressures him to do it. And then Damon basically resents him for the next hundred and something years for it. Um, which I think he's every right to. <laughs> uh, sorry, Cassie's taking a video of her cat. That's distracted. He's so cute. Um, <laughs> he's every right to resent him for it. But it's also, like, been a hundred and something years. So maybe get over it. But, um <laughs> I just thought I really liked that episode and that basically at the end of it Elena convinces Stefan to like go on living and he kind of I guess he the relapse is over and he kind of comes back into being himself so I thought that was a really powerful episode it's a good one so our next question is quintessential TVD scene slash image that you think about when you think about season one Adam um it's a little hmm. different for adam but it's kind of tough i mean i think because cassie kind of um was so excited during the scene and i really liked it too i think the dance with damon and elena was a big one <laughs> i was gonna say that one um, 
think. Um, I'm dying to catch my breath. <laughs> Why don't you understand? I don't know if it's like, uh, I, I really like uh, just in terms of like the vampire imagery, like the veiny eyes when they're like, when they need blood. Yeah. Um, I, I think that just like looks really cool. And it's really yeah. Um, but I don't, I can't think of any major main, you know, scenes that I can think of that really stand out to me. Okay, Cassie, go ahead. Yeah, I kind of struggled this with this one, but I wrote down Damon and Elena dancing. Um, Elena writing in her journal in the cemetery. Yes, that's classic. Um, and then I said, sad Jeremy, emo Jeremy. Because <laughs> he's so emo and sad in season one. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's kind of a weird question, but for some reason I just like was interested to know what it was for probably you, Cassie, specifically, because like, when I think about season one, I think about Elena, Bonnie, and Caroline doing a seance in Elena's bedroom. Oh, yeah. I like, for that. some reason, that's just, like, I think it maybe was, like, um, on the DVDs, if anyone's heard of those. Um, when, like, you would have, like, a picture behind, like, the episodes. I feel like that was, like, a picture behind it or something. And so when oh. I think about season one, I just, like, think about that image of them doing the seance in her room. Um, and where like Emily possesses her and stuff, which was also a good episode. That was a good one. Um, speaking of the DVDs, I remember every Black Friday I would go to Target and buy the previous season for fifteen dollars. <laughs> that was always <laughs> my number one Black Friday purchase. I bet you like influenced me because I did the same thing. Like I probably single- went together. <laughs> yeah, we probably went together and bought like each season. Like I think were, I have like, like up until season five or six on dvd i definitely do as well and i like i literally sold like all my dvds like i sold like the oc yeah like for like literally nothing but i refuse to sell (laughs) i'm like i am not selling that ever oh yeah that memory should we Um, uh should we do the most shocking reveals yeah i was just gonna say for the the image one i also picture just anything from 1864 and then also anything with the tomb were just like the things that stood out the most were like the tomb. Yeah, and the tomb was such a big kind of point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one is the most shocking reveal. So this one's kind of interesting because I have the ones that I, the stuff I knew was the case just from sitting down and watching random Vampire Diary episodes just through the years and the, the stuff I actually didn't know. I think the biggest reveal for me would have been uh, Alaric uh, coming back to life. I had that too as mine. Uh, but I knew, I knew that he, I know he's in the show for a long time uh, and I knew he wasn't a vampire, but like the show was pushing that, like he's a vampire vibe so hard. They really <laughs> were. They really so were. So funny. <laughs> like, like. Um, Bridget standing and outside were... the door and not being let in and stuff like yes. that. It's so funny. Bridget and Rainey were like positive he was a vampire. And I was like, yeah, they Correct really you. want you to think that. Yeah. Um, so that would have been fun. Um, other reveals. Uh, I I was I was pretty shocked by the uh, Catherine reveal that she wasn't in the tomb and she's been avoiding Damon for like 160 oh. years. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Like, man, tragic. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Um, so those are the two that really came to mind for me. Okay. Um, the only different one that I had was when we found out that John was Elena's dad. Okay. I remember I was 
pretty shocked by that one. Yeah. I was like, like, I can't even remember not knowing that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, So I went like super basic on this one, but I just, I just feel like the best reveal of the whole season was that it was Catherine and not Elena at the end of the season. Um, Like that you think that Elena kissed Damon and then you oh think- yeah 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 oh i didn't then- see that coming either like uh, right before yeah. the actual reveal happened i was like oh wait it's Catherine," and then it, i was like oh my yeah, gosh yeah. Yeah. i was like but surprised i do remember when adam watched that part he was like oh, they're kissing <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited <laughs> and i was like ah! well also like weirded out it's like something's wrong here but then yeah. but <laughs> i was you, like oh i'm excited a, did you get a weird vibe from her uh during that scene no, not really. I feel I mean, like it wasn't until it. she like appeared behind the fridge that I was like, oh. okay. Because <laughs> if you if you rewatch that scene, and if you know anything about Catherine, you're like, that's Catherine. Like you can mm-hmm. just tell like the way that she's acting, and like even just like her physical mannerisms are different. Speaking of that, I guess this is probably more season two because we don't really know Catherine in season one. But that's true. Um, I was saying that. I think Nina Dobrev is so good at it because you can really tell when it's Elena and when it's Catherine and it like literally seems like a different person. Yeah. But Adam didn't think it was that strong and he made the reference to Orphan Black saying yeah. that like um, Tatiana Maslany is like, and she granted she is like the best at that. Like she does For so sure. well in that. But I always thought like watching it when I first watched it and rewatching it, like I think Nina Dobrev is really great because I can really see the differences between the two. I, I think I take that back a little bit after seeing the rest of season two, like getting yeah. a feel for the characters more. But I still do think that there's something um, obvious. Not, maybe. Yeah, it's just like, and I feel like it's part of the show, but like Catherine is so like um, just extra. <laughs> <laughs> swings back and forth and has says stuff like this. I think it's just like and I think that's just her character, but it just it makes it feel a little more cheesy, which I think is what they're kind of going for. So I think by the end of the season favorite, I was like, oh like no, this 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 is done pretty well. My favorite Catherine line, better you die than I. It's mm, a good one. She says it all the time. It's great. Um so okay. Are on to the next one. Right? Yeah, we are. Um, so the next question is, what is the most devastating death of season one? Anna. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, I wonder how Anna's going to get out of this one. Because I really did think that she was just like a staple. <laughs> I, I don't think I understand oh. how quickly characters come in and out of the show. They until, do. Um, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I, I was like more mad than anything. I was like, wow, I was really invested in this character. And I just felt like there was a lot of interesting places they could have gone with her. Um, so I was bummed to see her die. Uh, I've never heard someone be so passionate about Anna. <laughs> I really haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really liked her. Yeah, she's cool. All right, Cass. Um, I guess I kind of already said it, but Bonnie's grandma. And yeah. it's not even that I was like... Like, I loved her grandma's character. Like, it happened fairly early on, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, Bon. I think it was mostly Bonnie's reaction. Yeah. But, like, I just can't help but cry during that yeah. scene. Um, and then my other one was Vicky. Like, 
I just think that one is so important to the season. Yeah. And it's like so sad with Jeremy and then Jeremy gets his memory taken away. Um, so that one also. Yeah. yeah. That one hits hard. And you did. Okay. I feel like you were crying when Anna died, but not because you cared that much because you knew I liked her I so much. I was like, oh. I'm so sorry, Adam, but she's going to die. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I felt so sad. <laughs> Okay, so mine is the same as yours. Um, Graham's is my number one devastating death. Um, I just feel like you really do get attached to her in the short amount of time that mm-hmm. you're with her. And she's just like such a strong, badass witch. And Bonnie doesn't have her mom around. So you know how much her Graham's is like how important she is to her and how much she is like a mentor for her in witchcraft mm-hmm. and just everything else so and like she basically did it for bonnie kind of for the salvatore brother so it was like you just felt so terrible that something like this could like bring her down yeah i was gonna say for damon's dumb mm. plan but or like you know desire to get in there but um anna also wanted to get in there um but so the other one that that um is also up there for me is Lexi. Mm, um yeah. I know she's only in one she's only in one episode in season 1. Um but I just think like over over this the span of the show her death becomes more so important to the series like yeah always comes back i mean at least in terms of she just came back in one seat one episode in season two well a couple just for like background stuff like flashbacks to help Stefan come back she's in a ton of flashbacks over the whole series and basically her death is is a lot more sad the more you watch the show Mm -hmm. than it is when it actually happens um another thing damon did anyways um (laughs) yeah that one's pretty rough I actually wrote in my notes, um, really don't care about Vicky, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like Vicky. I don't know. I feel like I also like her so much more just since I listened to her podcast with Candace. Yeah, I like the actress. The character is Yeah, like, I just remember when I first watched it, I didn't care. But watching it again, I was like, I feel like I know her now. I don't want her to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely like, I feel like. Even though Jeremy is like the dopey brother who like throws cups when he's mad, <laughs> he also he also has gone through so much loss for like yeah. a teenager. It's and almost funny. Like it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh my god! Adam like, laughs oh no, off Jeremy has crying. another girlfriend. Like how long is she gonna, gonna last? <laughs> 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 it's just like how can he take it anymore? Like it's wild. Yeah, it's pretty um, sad. Yeah. All right. So the next one is favorite supernatural element or rule. You know, I I like it because it's so um, it's so silly, but it works really well as the ring making them stop or make it so they can just (laughs) go outside in the daylight. It's like, okay, well, they they get rid of some of these like vampire tropes like they can see each other and they can see themselves in the in mirrors. I don't think garlic or crosses are a thing either. Right. Um, No, no. 
So it's like they dump that stuff, but they keep the sun thing and like the rings. And it's just so funny. It's like, oh, you just get a ring. And if you have a witch, you can make the ring. But some vampires don't have a witch. So and but <laughs> but it adds some like interesting plot elements that are kind of fun to mess around with. I feel like it, it just seems like some good old fun. And like it uh, adds uh, it just add, it adds some stuff that it, at first I thought was just like dumb. Like I was just like, this is dumb. Like they can just put a ring on and then sun doesn't matter. And obviously for like filming and for like plot development it makes sense but like i actually like the the barriers they put into the show of like vampires having to deal with maybe losing their ring or taking their ring off when they don't want to deal with the world anymore you know that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff so uh um yeah i actually really like that i also said daylight rings and then i like the vervain element um just because i like that there's something that can harm like they're not all um invincible yeah they're not all invincible there's like something that can harm them um and then also that it can protect like it hurts them but it also protects humans um and i guess i don't know fantasy very well but i didn't know that i had never heard of that as a thing before so i liked that along with the daylight rings I liked the vein aspect as well. I think that's cool that there's something to protect and harm them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, um, I thought that the process of turning was interesting. Because um, I think, like, watching it with two people who had seen Twilight, they were just, like, very... Not to bring up Twilight, but... <laughs> <laughs> They were very confused because they thought that just if you got bitten, you were a vampire, Mm. which is what Twilight is like, which honestly is kind of dumb. Um, So, like, they were like, I had to explain the process to them. And I was like, oh, this actually is kind of complicated. Did you Uh, get it? And right away? I was a little confused at first. I was like, wait, so they feed them their blood? I don't know. I like that they make it a little more complex like that, you know? Yeah, I liked that aspect of it. More rando plot stuff. That Uh, whole thing where it's like, oh, that these people have a 24-hour grace period where if they die, they turn into a vampire is like, um, leads to some interesting stuff. Right. They can choose to just die instead of turn. Um, And then the other thing that I liked was compulsion um, because I think uh, it's just a really cool like ability and power to have and it really helps them in so many ways kind of messed up too though (laughs) yes it's very messed up that's a good point (laughs) Um, but i feel like there's so many situations in the show where like that is such a huge help to the plot Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i just yeah and that's also it's just like very basically convenient but it is very messed up um, all right, so the next question is, who is the season one MVP? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Elena goes from not knowing both guys to, like, having both of them fall in love with her. Like, I feel like she's kind of the MVP, right? Like, literally everybody's obsessed with her, like, for no reason. Everybody's obsessed with Elena. <laughs> so I think she's the MVP. I think, I think so... I guess how I viewed this question was, like, which actor or actress, like, 
really like stood out for you like based oh on- i was thinking characters oh okay uh actor actress then know, i'd i'd say i'd say Ian Thurlder. i think that he was he he went from the villain to like that kind of gray area character, character you know from like <laughs> You know, in one season there, which is you you expect that kind of trajectory there. But uh, I thought he did a really good job of kind of balancing the two. And I think he does an even better job with it in season two. That's a hard one. I feel like I'm so biased because I just think everything, everybody is good. Um, I don't know if I can answer it. Probably ian or nina dobrev yeah so it's funny i'm just gonna read what i wrote um i said i hate saying this but probably ian summerholder he just has a fun he just has a fun character you love to hate him if you're me and he has great one-liners and he's a charming asshole yeah yep yeah it is i mean at the end it's just he's really fun to watch right like (laughs) and that actually brings us into the next question which i forgot to do earlier but it kind of is ties in pretty well. But your least favorite character, and my answer actually isn't Damon, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, have we not um, answered that already? It's a bummer, and I think this kind of goes oh, into yeah. stuff that just is, like, dated. Um, but, like, um, Tyler is my least favorite character in season one, and I really like him in season two. Um, <laughs> uh, which, again, is that trajectory, but I just feel like they went, a little, like, especially in the first, like, five to ten episodes like like i feel like they could have made him a not such an awful person for the trajectory they had him on for you know the rest of what i'm assuming is the rest of the show but at least season two um but he's a pretty shitty person um and then john john just sucks (laughs) (laughs) everyone hates him (laughs) um i said tyler for season one as well Tyler's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, and then he died, and I was like, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> That's really mean. I don't like saying that. Um, I was at the Tyler a little bit, even though. You know, oh, yeah. I definitely did. Um, and then I said, Logan fell and Mr. Tanner sucked. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. And then I. Oh, my I was, gosh, I forgot about that teacher. Yeah, there. I was also thinking, Alaric is amazing. But I also wonder, like, how much of it is just, like, Mr. Tanner sucked. Get him out. And then Alaric <laughs> comes in and he's amazing. That's a relief. But, he's- but, yeah, Logan fell, too. He was, ugh. Yeah. I loved your, like, little extra add-ins of, like, cause, uh, Mr. Tanner and Logan. Because I, like, kind of forgot about them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> They're just, like, shitty characters who died really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say I love Stefan just, like destroying mr tanner during history class <laughs> yes that was good um so miley's favorite character was also tyler um and i just felt like he was just like the definition of just like a high school bully yep. basically and actually weirdly on the rewatch i don't come to like him that much as the seasons go on oh really no, like I was telling, I can't even really. How, long, how far into this rewatch are you? I'm in season four. Whoa, okay. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like, it's not that I dislike him in the other seasons, but like, I feel like on the list of people I care about on the show, he's always really, really far at the bottom. Well, and I feel like part of that is, at least with season two, is like they, eh, I don't want to get too far into, you know, the other seasons, but like they don't give him as much screen time as most of the other characters. That's and, true. But man, I was like, I I really liked his, like mm-hmm. the stuff he went through in season two. I thought it was like, even the actor alone, I think like did a yeah. really great job with like the transformation episode and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think I know what it, I'm realizing now what it is about him later on that I get tired of and I can't talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk later, but <laughs> Um, so the next question is nitpicks. This can be plots. Like, do you have any nitpicks? It can be with the plot, supernatural rules, or whatever else. Oh, I don't, I mean, I, uh, it doesn't really matter to me that much, but it's like, they can write themselves into any corner and just, like, get them out of it with, like, witch magic. Like, yes. Bonnie, Bonnie is so overpowered. <laughs> it's like, she can literally, they're just like, oh, like, now this spell exists that saves everybody from the situation. Perfect. <laughs> Um, that is very true. It's fine, but I'm just like, okay, like Bonnie is literally like they're they're out for any. They're OP. <laughs> they're OP. I yes. learned about OP. What's that? It's overpowered. It's like <laughs> a gaming term. <laughs> Bonnie's OP. Nerf Bonnie. <laughs> okay, Cassie, I know your answer. I don't even know my answer. Oh, I thought you said you didn't have any. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the witch thing because Adam told me about it. And I was like, that's true. Um, but Adam took that one. What? Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like we acknowledge it, but it also doesn't really bother us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that much. Like. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think of other things. I just, I love everything. Even if something <laughs> is bad, I'm still like, no. I love it. It's fine. And that's not, And that's not even what how I viewed the question. Mine were like very like... I'll, I'll tell you mine. Mine are, do vampires need sleep? Or do they just do it for fun? <laughs> I really need to know this answer to this question. I also need to know if they need to go to the bathroom. Oh, so you want to, you need Vampire Diaries, like, lore. Like, you want, you want, like, the blog, the Vampire Diaries blog, like, the That's writers cool. explaining I everything. That. Okay. That's some of them. But, like, because Damon says, like, as long as we drink blood, we, our bodies function the same as humans, mm-hmm. basically. So does that mean you go to the bathroom? Does that mean you actually need to sleep? Like, I just want to know those, like, yeah. little things. And then they can't also- Wait, what a, there was an entire episode where Damon was constipated and trying to work through oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> they can't procreate, but they love to try. Yeah, that's another great quote. It's a good one. Uh, I can't believe I missed that one. <laughs> uh, my other one was, or my other few, are can a person be compelled by multiple vampires? by multiple vampires yeah like if someone compels you like hey don't move from the spot can another vampire come up to you and say like hey you can leave? oh i never thought about i don't that. know i just like some of the things that I, uh, also my roommates have brought up while watching and i'm like i don't know the answer to that question i never thought about that interesting yeah um and then and that's not even really these aren't really even nitpicks i guess more so as just like questions but julie um, plack here- please answer our question <laughs> here's an actual nitpick how can Matt, a high schooler, live alone and pay bills by working part time at the di- <laughs> at the grill? Um, and he also just doesn't have a guardian, and everyone knows about it and doesn't do anything about it. There's a also, lot of questions like, he here. does work like every day. So I mean, if you're if he goes from if he goes home after like football or whatever and works from like 
seven to ten. So oh, yeah, it's, I don't know. And then, and then like twelve days. They're also never at school. Target. Twelve Water. hour days on the weekend. Wi-Fi. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels tough. weird. This was 2009. Did they have Wi-Fi back then? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, you That's a good one, then. though. No. Um, you have good questions. Wow. The other thing is, um, why do we see literally everyone else's parents but Bonnie's for, like, a long, long time? Like, I'm pretty sure we don't meet Bonnie's dad until, like, season four or something. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Or maybe it's season – yeah, I think it's season four. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Well, I don't um, think her dad lives there, right? I think he travels a lot for work, but I think he lives there. Like, she would need that. Yeah, she has, like, a family. It's like she just visits her grandma here and there. It's a good point. Right. Um, and then also, do these people ever go to school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess the only other nitpicks is, like, this town would be, like, covered in, like, FBI and like investigations yeah. for how many murders there are. Like, yeah. no, like, yeah, okay. If some teenager can go to the library and realize that there's too many animal murders there, like anybody can. Okay, Jeremy <laughs> is so dumb. Okay, he can Don't figure this out. Jeremy dumb. <laughs> I like Jeremy, but he's. <laughs> um. Okay, so those are all my nitpicks. So the next one is similar in certain ways and dissimilar in others, but, um. Things that we think didn't age well now from twenty from 2009 to 2020. Um, I think, again, like Tyler Lockwood's kind of origin from season one, I'd feel like they didn't have to make him such a shitty person. Like some of that stuff that he was like, I don't know. He just like yeah. was such a bad person. But I also <laughs> wonder how much of that is because of the curse. That we don't. But it was like, he's like the guy like with roofies at a park, basically. Like, he's just <laughs> no, like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, obviously, they didn't go that far, but it's just like, for where they want to bring him, it's like they, they could have maybe eased up on, you know, just made him a high school bully. I don't think in 2020 they would have had him do the things he did if they were planning on making him like a likable character. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. And then I guess just some of the stuff with uh, well, what is the vampire thing where you can make them do what you want? Compulsion. Compulsion. Yeah. I mean, like, literally, like, they're just, like, women in Damon's house all the time and you know, all that. Yeah. It's, like, it's just kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. That is. Yeah. And, okay, and this is just vampire <laughs> stuff in general. So this is not just Vampire Diaries. I don't think this is dated because it's still a thing that happens in vampire stuff. But, like, Stefan, you're a hundred and... 60 years old like why are you at a high school like hitting on this 16 year old girl like yeah dude i like i get it you're lonely but it's like it's kind of weird and like but that's just vampire stuff that's not vampire yeah, diaries yeah. <laughs> no, i have the same thing and i'll go into it a little bit go ahead Cass. um yeah i don't have anything different to add i agree with the compulsion and the old trying to get with this 17 year old. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, so this was interesting because this came out in 2009. So 2008 Obama was elected. And I feel like this isn't necessarily like entirely the show's fault, but I think we were like definitely <clears throat> living in like a post racial America where like we were like, oh, cool, like racism's fixed. Like we don't need to talk about that anymore. And basically, like, the show never talks about race or acknowledges race, um, which I just found really bizarre 
It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that it's in, it's in the South. Like their main kind of is 1864 is their main origins. And they <laughs> yeah. don't mention race or like yeah, slavery that's... and how that was played in the South. It's and they like constantly are talking crazy. about Damon being at war and like supporting the Confederacy. Yeah. So kind of going into that, um, they're very chill about dressing up as Confederate soldiers for fun and they are just, like, really weird about the Confederate Army stuff. Like, I feel like they just, like, act like it's really chill. <laughs> I mean, I guess, and I guess I will say, like, that that is at least how I understand it. Like, there are a lot of, like, people dressed up in the Confederate Army. They, like, they, they do reenactments, all that stuff. That's, like, yeah. a Southern history thing that I don't, you know, as we, we, we see right now, it's, like, you know, maybe it's time to not... Or it has always been the fact that we really shouldn't be like, or people shouldn't be saying that the kid, or what's the word? Like, I guess just like yeah. uh, idolizing the Confederate thought, army. Yeah. Or, you know, like it's like, it I mean, go back to the Confederate down. flag, like take down, don't have the Confederate flag around. And yeah, this, just like Mr. Tanner, least favorite character, he had the Confederate flag in his classroom. <laughs> right. And it's actually like, in his classroom. That was wild. <laughs> It's kind of weird. I feel like it's the show is like being like, oh, we understand the South or whatever. But it's like, no, it's like you can't just say that's OK. Right. Like you can't just yeah. and you can't. And even I don't, you have to like reckon with it at some point, which they just don't do, at least in the first couple of seasons. I'm assuming they just never touch on it through the whole no. show. Yeah. <laughs> never directly. Like, yeah, no. Um, Like later on in the show, they get uh, they get better LGBTQ representation. But I would say that's it. Like, because like right now there's zero mm-hmm. LGBTQ characters. And they, I think as the years go on, you know, it ends in 2017. They kind of figure out like, that's not really cool <laughs> that we don't have any of those people in the show. So I mean, there's just no diversity in the show at all. Right? No, it's <laughs> anyway. just like a bunch of straight white people hanging out. Mm-hmm. One black friend. But yeah, so that that's kind of for me, like the main thing. And then. Obviously, you already mentioned it. Elena's 17 years old. Stefan and Damon are over 100, you know, like 160 years old. Um, very creepy. Like, and I'm just thinking about it from the perspective of someone who is that many years old. Like, why would you ever want to date a teenager? Like, for for you, they're even younger than they would be for, like, you know, a human who's 50 or whatever. Like, in your mind, they're literally babies. Like, they're babies. I think it's like uh, like that kind of stuff, though, is like, that's us aging ourselves, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> like when we were like teens watching vampire content, we weren't thinking we no about problems. that, you know? Yeah. No, like, <laughs> but now you're just like, oh, <laughs> at least how I am, at least justifying it at this point is that like these people are literally 17 forever, you know? Oh, like, such yeah. a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, I do again. wonder like, oh, 17 again. Dang it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, I do wonder how much of it is like they are 17 years old forever. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, I guess I think that's just how you have to. That's the case you could make for Stefan for sure. Damon, not so much. Okay. But, um, he's what, 20 years old? He was not that much older than Stefan. Sure, sure, sure. But in, is he, was he still in high school? No. Um, <laughs> we don't know how old he was. <laughs> okay. So I said Damon, basically, Damon is a person. <laughs> didn't age well he rapes abuses caroline who's a teenager and we just move on like it's chill and he's just creepy and he brings like sorority girls in and again i think Stefan probably does that when he's a ripper so yeah 
touche on that. But um, <laughs> I think that Damon can in 2020 it wouldn't have been the same because it's just very very creepy vibes from him on certain scenes mm-hmm. um like pre- very predatory um but yeah those were all of my things how much do you well. think that is character versus like not aging well though i don't know i guess that's a good point i feel like do you feel feel like they would have kept that stuff in no. I mean, vampire stuff still like he. I, I feel like it's just vampire. I don't know. It's like what what it what. That's the weird thing with like something like vam any kind of vampire like literature or media or something is it's like obviously like hypersexualized and violent at the same time that leads to like these like topics that just like don't go over well, you know, and probably like give the wrong message to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, but yeah, like I just don't see like if it started in 2015 like i don't see that changing i guess i don't know that part of it you might be right they might have kept him because i think that's just kind of part of his character character development sure (laughs) um so those are all of our questions but i did have a couple individually for adam because cassie and i watched the show I don't know. You said you started watching in the middle of season one. Like when season I don't one remember. Was that was out. a guess. Okay, because for me, I watched it after you because I borrowed your DVDs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I borrowed your DVDs, and I think I watched season one in like a week <laughs> or something insane. Okay, so did you have like expectations going in, and how are they met or exceeded? Or I didn't include or they weren't exceeded or they weren't met because I don't think that's the case. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I mean, I knew I was going to jump, jump it and probably enjoy it, but I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm in some kind of rabbit hole of vampire diaries that I can't get out of. Um, <laughs> like when we were at book club the other week, he was like, yeah. I just want to leave and watch vampire diaries. Oh, no, yeah. It's like really like, I just, I, it's like, you just want to keep watching this show. And I, I think it's a lot more like impressive in terms of its storytelling that I think I gave it credit for when I was just watching random episodes here and there last last time you had watched mm-hmm. it. Um, and obviously there is a lot of tacky, cheesy, nonsense <laughs> plot stuff in it, but it's all like, I think it knows exactly what it is um, yeah. in a way where they like make that stuff work really well. So yeah, yeah. my my expectations are like, have been far exceeded. Um, or it, it has exceeded my expectations. Um, That's awesome. I was going to say, I think uh, Kevin Williamson created the show and he also made Scream, which is. Oh, really? Movie. Yeah. That makes oh, a I lot of sense. <laughs> um, yeah. And he um, he also, I think, was he worked on Dawson's Creek um, mm-hmm. and probably lots of other stuff. So I feel like he just really knows how to create great teen content. Like he's nailed that part of the market. Um, and his humor is like something that I really love. So I think for me, I think him starting the show and like getting it going and then he left at some point and Julia Plek took over, but him kind of starting it, I think is a a huge reason why it was so good. Yeah. And like even better than you'd expect. Um, but yeah, I was going to say I started watching it and then I actually started watching on TV in the middle of season two. So then from that point on, I was watching it like every Thursday night or whatever. But yeah, so 
I feel like when the show ended, I was super emotional because I actually did watch it when on TV. Unlike Cassie, big fan. Um, but <laughs> you watched the finale on TV. I don't know if I watched it like live, but like I watched it when it was coming out. Oh my gosh! I, but, don't, I was just like having too much fun in college. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what it. Yeah, I know I wasn't. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. Twenty seventeen, where we. I want to know what grade we were in or like what year of school. That was senior end of senior year. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So that was what I was going to say is the show started in our freshman year of high school and it ended in our senior year of college. Wow. That's and for me, it was like really emotional when it ended because it was like such a big part of like my high school experience and like even just like our bond as friends because mm-hmm. Cassie and I have known each other since like seventh grade and like it was just like so emotional that it was like it was like I grew up with the show. Yeah. And then it was over and I was also growing up and like Aww. becoming a real adult. And so it was like very <laughs> it was like a very emotional time and Cassie just wasn't even watching. But anyway. <laughs> you can cut this part out, but I remember when I rewatch I didn't or when I watched the final season, I didn't know that it was only eight episodes. And so when I got to the last episode, there was like one thing that like made it clear that this was the final episode and I was it was just like a random day I was like oh my god like not like I just I was like oh my god wait this is the final like this is the last ever episode and I was just so unprepared for it because I thought I had like 20 episodes oh my god and I was like wait do do I do this right now like do I commit to finishing I was just very unprepared (laughs) I watched like a ton of like behind the scenes like videos afterwards and like there's like a little documentary about the end of the show and stuff and I was like watching all of that content Cute. and I'm on I'm on Vampire Diaries TikTok now all my TikToks are Vampire Diaries yeah. related I feel like it's crazy like how much there's still so many people out there who are so passionate about it to this day like, it's <clears> wild yeah a lot. Okay, we gotta go watch the first episode of season three. <laughs> That's the perfect ending to this. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening to our episode on the Vampire Diaries season one, and we will see you next time. To keep up with new episodes, subscribe to Avid Watchers wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Avid Watchers and like us on Facebook. Check out our magazine on aviditymag.com for more content. Avid Watchers is hosted and produced by Mary-Kate Cheetah and Adam Nix and is also edited by Mary-Kate Cheetah. Original music is by Logan Johnson.